Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day four with Pastor Ingolf Schmidt. So excited to have you here, Pastor. And you know, I've got roots in your area. All my family came from Austria. I think one branch of my great grandparents came from uh, Germany. So I speak not too much German, though. So <coughs> must, must must not have kept that somehow in the DNA. But, well, let's pray, Father. We come hungry today for what you have for us through Pastor Ingolf. We're ready to receive, Father, and apply it to our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'll let you pick it up from where you left off. Yeah, we talked about the Pentecostal Church. So I came to this Pentecostal Church. I, they knew that I probably got in trouble. Uh, my problem was actually I didn't know churches very well. I didn't know the, what they believed. And so everything I knew was what I was reading in the Bible. And so I came to the Pentecostal Church, and there was a lot of immigrants. There was Germans they were settlers in Russia, and the communists, they took their property away. And then came they came to Germany back, and of course that was their home. And so, but they, they, were, they were real committed Christians. Mm. And in every Sunday morning, church service started at 10. They were probably there by 8, all laying on the floor, praying for revival. And that really impressed me. If you see older people doing that, and that was not fake, it was real, mm. uh, that impressed me. So I was also laying on the floor, praying there, and the only thing I didn't like was this old lady on the left side. <laughs> she was behind me. When I was not praying loud enough, she took her cane, and she knocked me with that cane on my head, you know. <laughs> and, uh, of course, next week I was on the other side, but she <laughs> followed me, and she knocked me constantly. <laughs> But probably that improved my prayer life, you know. So <laughs> it was great in that church. But then there came a point, you know, when uh, we were so hungry for more. And one time I was praying in the woods because we realized one day that secret police, uh, they was in our home. My wife knew that somebody was there and we assumed it was secret police. Later, we found out... Uh, when this new government uh, came, Germany was united. I was reading that in the secret police files, the new government, they gave me access to these files, and I was reading that they uh, put microphones in our home. And uh, that was very sad. I saw these reports from people who spied on me, good friends. You know, the, I saw the names from people who you had a conversation with, and uh, they reported that to the secret uh, police. And... So I was in the woods and praying, and, and very clear, I heard this in myself, in me, that started a new church. I didn't know even what the new church is. And so I prayed, I was reading. We started the Bible group uh, by that time, a prayer group, and we had about 20, uh, 25 people in that Bible group. And if you live in a little apartment, uh, it is known all the neighbors, if you come like every Wednesday together. And so you never knew who comes to that Bible or prayer group. And so always I said to them, I don't know everybody here. If you're working for the secret police, I'm not against you, but you need Jesus. You need him. Mm -hmm. And so then in the south of East Germany, in a little area called Herrnhut, it is known for... The Moravians, you know, Count Nikolaus of Zinzendorf was there, lived there, and uh, they had a great revival in the 1800s. 
And I, there was always, or there was many times, they had a meetings there. They changed the old barn into a church, you know, in a church room. Outside, it looks like a barn, but inside, it was filled with chairs and they had the equipment there. And so I remember like today, there came two prophets from America and they talked about there will be a movement of young people or people who will start new non-denominational churches. And so with that, that was kind of a confirmation for me. Mm -hmm. And so I prayed for someone who can help me to start a new church, but I didn't know anybody. One day I received on my working place, I received a phone call from a pastor from Hungary. He had an underground church and somebody gave him my name and his telephone number. And he said, you know, my name is so-and-so and I heard you like to start an, uh, a church. You know, in East Germany, we didn't have telephones because every private phone conversation was watched by the secret police. Mm. And so he called me on that work phone and I said, yeah, I'd like to, if you can help me with that, it would be great. He said, you know, come to Budapest and every year and I will teach you. And so I made plans going with my wife. And by that time, uh, you know, sometimes it's, it looks like I, in my other podcast or in the other, I talked that I was already married. But in that time before I was married, I went with my girlfriend, my fiance by that time to Budapest and I had the address I had not much money with me, and I, I made a bad joke when I came to the to the airport. Security was there, and of course, they was all communists. They was all people who supported the government, the communist government. And so they they found my Bible in my luggage, and in every Bible there was a map in uh, in the back. And so they asked me. They said, "What kind of map is that?" And I made a joke, I shouldn't do that, but I said, this is my escape plan from East Germany. <laughs> and so they didn't take that joke very well. So they put me in the private room and I had, to, I had to take all my clothes off and they searched everything. And so after 45 minutes searching, they released me and I was able to go to the airplane. And so we came to Budapest and for some reason, I must have left this address in that private room at the airport in Leipzig. And so I had no address. The only thing I had was the name of the pastor, a little bit money. And I said to my girlfriend, I said, honey, we need to go to that Catholic church there. It's still open. And we need to pray to find that pastor. And so uh, we prayed and I said, amen. And then a man stood right next to me. And I thought, what? that is rude. What is he doing, listening to my prayers? And he said to me, are you looking? And he named the pastor's name. And I said, yes, sir, you know him? He said, follow me. And in about one and a half to two hours, we crossed through the whole city. And he brought me to an apartment building. And he, I pushed the doorbell. And then I turned to that gentleman and I tried to thank him. And in that moment, he disappeared in front of my eyes. Wow. 
some people they say, oh, we don't believe in angels. Actually, if you don't believe, you listener here, I don't care. I only report what I say, what I saw. And so I came to his apartment and his mother greeted us and uh, it was midnight and she made fresh cookies and and then I talked to him. I said, uh, Pastor, where is your church meeting tomorrow morning? How much time do we need to get to the place? He said, I don't know. I said, wait a minute, you the pastor of the church and you don't know wow. where the church meeting is? And he said, yes. I said, tell me. And so right now I will talk on my next podcast uh, so, and I hope you, I encourage you with my testimony. Amen. So if you listen, Father, I bless everyone. I thank you. You are a supernatural God. And I thank you. You for us, not against us. You will guide us and lead us. And I thank you for every listener. And I bless them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Looking forward to tomorrow's podcast. You can contact Pastor Ingolf Schmidt at www.ingolfschmidt.org and you can contact our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. Folks, we love you all. Looking forward to tomorrow. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.